These tools are for you to use. Hey, welcome to This Is Your Afterlife. I'm Dave Marr. This is my podcast. I'm a comedian who was in a coma, and this podcast is a show where I talk to artists and activists about death and life. This week, I'm doing something a little bit different. I am airing a bonus clip from my interview last week with Caitlin Savato, the now 14-year-old abolitionist organizer in Chicago. Caitlin did an animal spirit reading. This is a thing I do with all my guests, and I normally release it on Patreon, but um, I wanted to release this particular clip this week because it is practically its own episode. And full disclosure, because I have poorly prepared with some travel and don't have an episode ready this week. So I have this episode ready. Why don't I give myself the credit and say, I've planned this special thing for you. It's all narrative, right? I I could choose to look at it either way. So I'm choosing to look at it that way and say, hey, I do this show for free, um, but I do have a Patreon, a place where you can donate money monthly and not only support the show, support my ability to continue to do the show, but you can be part of a community of people who like the show, and you can get cool stuff. I'm in the middle of, of revamping the structure now, but you can join and get the extended episodes, which, you know, I have a, a few set questions that I tend to ask people, but they don't all, the answers don't all go in every episode. So you can get those. You can get playlists that I send out every once in a while. I used to write for Pitchfork. Um, <laughs> so these are pretty good uh, playlists. And, you know, virtual live events and bonus clips like this like these animal spirit readings using the the wild unknown animal spirit deck by Kim Kranz. So that is what this is. That is what you're about to hear. I do feel like it's really, really rare that we get to hear a teenager comfort themselves from a sort of relatively stable state. Um, and we talk about it in this, in this clip and how she might want to listen to this later. And via email, she has told me that she has listened to this later. And so she's like giving herself this advice that she's actually like used and, and used to comfort herself. So I'll get to it shortly. Um, I do want to thank my pigeon level subscribers on Patreon, Fred Fidewa, Susie Carroll, Katie Llewellyn, and Kurt Chang. And I want to thank you for listening, for supporting the show just by being here right now. Please enjoy this in-depth uh, question and answer period, you know, searching, probing, finding answers to a single question that Caitlin Savato asked of the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit cards. And yeah, that's it. Let's go. I grab your whip and take it back to Chi-Town. When I'm in Chi-Town, I treat it Well, I have one last thing. And it's a pure fun thing. Um, it's optional too, but I have this oracle deck uh, called the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit 
deck. And what I like to do is um, I'll show you. There's like this. There's this guidebook, but then there's also you know. So the cards are like okay, that's the deer, that's the unicorn, just these different like uh, creatures on on the cards, right? And so I'll shuffle the cards, and while I shuffle, you think of a question. Can be personal. Can be can be global, can be silly, can be serious. A question you want to ask the cards, and then I'll pull a card, and we'll interpret the answer together. Does that sound good? Okay. So does it need to be like a yes or no question? No, 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 no. Ideally not. Or Ideally, just like any can, question. Any question. It can be yes or no, but it can be however you want it to be. Any question at all. Something okay. that's really been on your mind recently. Okay. okay. Um. I'm trying to think. It's okay. No pressure. I, I've had a lot of questions on my mind recently. Sure, sure. Um. Okay. I'm like, it's either I'm going to say a serious question or I'm going to say a question about Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> Whatever you want. Um, okay. Shoot. This is hard. Um, it's okay. We got time. I think Okay. I, I think I have I think I have a question. Okay. Hit me. What is it? How? Okay. I'm trying to th- oh shoot. Um Will the okay? Will there ever be a point in time where Rick? <laughs> this is super hard. Are you thinking like? Are you like not wanting to ask the question? Or you're just trying to figure out how to say it. No, I, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out how to say it. Well, let well let's workshop it. It's mainly about like where like is this life taking me? Um, because like I recently I've been having like major suicidal like ideations, um, and I feel like stuck in this box, and it's also like like I demonstrate that, but it's then it's also like I after that I just hop on like meetings and I'm just like gonna talk to members of Congress and like that's my normal. So I just like wonder like what is it that like like what's my objective? Like what is my like where am I going? Because it's like also where I'm I'm stuck in multiple boxes too. Like I'm stuck in boxes with like my personal identity, with like my family stuff, 
um, with like my relationship that I have with other people. Um, and, and so I just like wonder like, where is this all taking me? If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Where is this all taking me? I, I like, where am I going? You want to do that? Where am I going? Yeah. Okay. Uh, tell me when you want me to stop shuffling. I've been shuffling this whole time. Oh, wait, you can stop shuffling. Okay, cool. So now I'm going to split this deck into three piles, one on the left, one in the middle, and one on the right. Um, here they are. So do you want the left pile, the middle pile, or the right pile on top? Uh, the right pile. Okay. All right, so where am I going? Ooh, okay. This is the owl. And they're related to elements, so this is a air an air card. Okay. So I'll read okay. this, I'll read this entry for the owl. Um and, and it's not like it's like your spirit animal or something. It's just like the owl is like the answer to the question, right? So there's no like good or bad animals. They just teach you different things. This is tight though. Okay. Owl. Okay. Abundance clairvoyant do you know what clairvoyant means no <laughs> okay <laughs> i will i just want to make sure clairvoyant is like um you can see into like the spirit realm or like see into the future like that kind of stuff so abundance clairvoyant treasures the owl is a mysterious and otherworldly creature found in folklore from east to west the white owl in this particular deck is the companion of the goddess Lakshmi and represents wealth, beauty, and good fortune. When the owl card appears, it's an omen that a boon or treasure is on the way, either in spiritual or material form. With owl wisdom on your side, you'll see and know exactly what to do with this boon how it can further serve your dharma, which is kind of like your life's purpose, and bring abundance to the world. Trust that the wellspring of treasures is infinite. And when in balance, the owl is generous, trusting, and secure. When out of balance, there are money quarrels and scarcity. Um, and to bring into balance an offering. So how do you how do you interpret the owl as the answer to your to your where am I going question? Um, I think maybe just like, yeah, like you probably like are like going through some stuff right now and it feels like this is going to be forever. But like at the end of like this forever, like whatever like time stamp that I kind of have on myself, like there's going to be something like there. Um, if that makes sense. I think specifically because Hopefully my parents don't listen to this or like they never find this because I'm like talking shit about them. Um, I feel like right now <laughs> in this like realm of like, I can't wait until I'm 18. Um, mainly because I get to be on my own agenda and my own like time. Um, not just because I want to like go out and do my own things, but I just want to be in my own space and I want to provide the different elements that I want in that space, right? I want to be able to provide love in that space if I need it 
or care in that space if I need it, or just like these different emotions and feelings that like I can actually provide for myself without having this other person um, kind of come in and just shift that whenever they feel like it, because that's kind of where I'm at right now. My parents have authority over me and it's like, I can't really say anything because it's like, oh, you live in my house. These are my rules. And it's kind of like that. Like I pay the bill and I pay your phone bill. And it's like, yeah, sure, whatever. But you're kind of, it feels like my parents are like pushing me away. They're not trying to, but that's what they're doing like to me. Um, And so I'm like, for the past couple of days, I've just been like, I can't wait until I'm 18. Even like my people, like in my own circles have been like, when you're 18, like this will all be like over. Um, and so it's not necessarily just like, you know, a lot of people couldn't wait until they were 18. Right. Um, but I don't want it for like that, like that aspect of like freedom to do whatever I want. I just want it because like freedom to be in my own environment where I know what aspects and what like I can allow whatever feelings I need for myself and I can allow space for myself to have those feelings, not just an older person having an excuse of like, Oh, I'm older than you. I can be in charge. I have authority over you. I give birth, birth to you, but just like, you know, cause they can do that. Like it just sucks that they have the authority to do that. So I just can't wait till I'm 18 for that reason. And it feels like when I turn 18, like, even like my organizing folks and my people who I'm like in community with have always been like, my, my arms are open to you. Like my home is open to you. Like if you need me, call me like I'm here. And so like, I just can't wait to the day where I can legally like be in that space. I think that's realistic. I don't think that's like some pie in the sky sort of dream. I think that's super realistic. I think, uh, you know, it's sometimes it's cold comfort. And especially when things are going well, it sucks to be like, nothing will last. You know, it's like, well, no, 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 no. I want the good. Keep the good. Let's, let's make this last, you know? But like, it is so real and like, is kind of a, the two comforts I get from stuff. Cause I, I really appreciate that you've been like really open with the suicidal ideation stuff, you know? Like I've, I've had that stuff, but it, I, I've been fortunate that it hasn't gone down like, uh, you know, a, a super never had a ton of momentum behind that stuff, you know, but like, I, yeah, I just appreciate that. I hope after this, you're able to like kind of decompress and like, just get some space and listen to some nice music or get something good to eat. But like, um, but yeah, I think the two things that have actually comforted me are like, you're not alone and this isn't forever, you know? And so I hope if nothing else, that this will be kind of cool for you to like, listen back to when you're 18 or, you know, God forbid 36, you know, ancient, ancient. Um, but I think, yeah, it'll be, it'll be cool to, to just be like, Oh man, that's so real. That's like where I was when I was 13. And I think, I think that, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Like even when I'm, I think this would be also like a good opportunity when I'm in that headspace. Because when I am in that headspace, I'm not the one that's reminding myself that like I need other people yeah. to tell me that. Yeah. So I think that me stating that myself and being like, it's not going to be like this forever. That's actually the first time that I've actually ever said that loud or told myself that. So I think even when I'm in that headspace, 
coming back to this and like listening to this will always be helpful because for the past few days I've been like, no, like it's always going to be like this. Like they're always going to have control over me. But I think that this will definitely give me that space. And just that last line, trust that the wellspring of treasures is infinite. That's great. Like that's one of my favorite questions to ask myself about spiritual stuff, about organizing stuff when it's like abolition, you're thinking about how the world could be different, um, about creative stuff is just like, what if? You know, like that sounds like a crazy statement, like trust that the wellspring of treasures is infinite. It's like, what? Like, it that's not possible. But the question just like, what if it is possible? Like, what if your life is full of infinite treasures for you to explore like that's like i don't know that that kind that kind of shit gives me chills you know yeah that i so i tweeted last shoot my ipad keeps like falling so i tweeted last night um about like oh i would like i would love to expect cps to like care for our children and families and teachers unfortunately this is the reality that we live in um but that's kind of what I think about when I think about organizing. Like, we just want an elected uh, an elected school board, right? Like, we organize that. Nothing, I feel like, with the power of the people, and this may sound cringy, like, nothing is impossible. I, like, and I was just reflecting about this. We had about, at least, I say, 50, 40 people in the 19th Ward who were abolitionists with socialist backgrounds in the same space, screaming CPD, KKK, telling cops that they're racist and to go home. I would never expect that in the 19th Ward. And even if you would have asked me back in March, like, do you think that I could do that? I would never have expected that I would get that many people out in the 19th Ward to do that, yet alone. And then I think about the second portion where it's like, I'm 13 and I just did that. And it's like, not to be too self-confident, but it's just like, how did I do sometimes I look back and I'm like how did I do this like how did I say this like I'm surprised by myself like all the time that's so that's fucking awesome and and I'll just say this because I would say it to a friend if 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 um they were saying it or if my partner were saying it or if I were saying it to myself but like so apologies if this comes off like advice or something but like be too self-confident. You've said several times, like, not to be too self-confident. It's like, fuck that, man. Be too self-confident. Like, you're not being too self-confident. You're just being, like, confident. <laughs> like, that's, like, okay. That's, like, a good thing to have, you know? And I know you know that. I know you, like, feel that. But, like, you don't have to apologize for that at all. My, um, the main reason why that I say that a lot, like, I, like, I actually believe that my, me being a Leo rising, um, like I come off, I was just like super like quirky, like fun, like funny, like outgoing girl. And so a part of me being a Leo rising, like is self-confidence. Like I'm cocky, like super like, oh yeah, I did this. So like, yeah, whatever. Um, but when I have other people telling me, like now that I have other people telling me like, oh, like you're amazing. I wish that like, I could be like, like I, there's one person who was like, you're living my dream life. And I'm like, no, like, so that's like another thing that I'm talking about when it comes to how people perceive me. 
It's like, I'm not living your dream life because yeah. they're, that's how you perceive me. You perceive me from my social media um, and how my Instagram feed may look. But on this other side, I live in this family where it's not set up for me to be cared for and thrive. I live in this headspace where it's like, I'm constantly telling myself that me dying is the only solution. And it's like, no, I, I'm not living your dream life. Yeah. And so I have, like, I feel like I need to be super careful about how I articulate things sometimes, but it's also like sometimes where I'll, I'll tweet something about me, like not wanting to exist. Um, and so that's like, I feel like my alter ego, if that makes sense. I feel like there's like a different Caitlin that other people don't know about. Um, and only like certain people have seen. And so when I, I do kind of like, you know, get in that headspace and I'm like tweeting stuff like that, um, which aren't really on my timeline because I'll delete it like right after, right. but I'll tweet stuff like that. And then people will be like, but you do all this great stuff and you're such a good organizer and you're such a great person. And it's like, yeah, but there's so much that like people don't know about. It's like, I'd be like super open to like, like you said, like I am um, super comfortable with like sharing like super personal stuff about myself. Like I don't mind sharing um, as long as it's like with people who I'm in community with like you um, and just like other people like on Twitter, like Twitter's like my safe space. So I feel like I can go to Twitter for anything. Um, but when that's I'm crazy. I've that never heard anyone say Twitter's their safe space. <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's weird, but Twitter, Twitter is my safe space. Um, I just like the people on my Twitter, like CTU, um, Ayanna Presley, who like a bunch of other like Drew like follow me. And so sometimes I was like, I just tweeted that I want to die and that might pop up on like CTU's timeline or like Ayanna Presley's timeline. One time it did. And then someone from CTU like DM'd me from the CTU account. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, frick. And then that's when I realized like other people are actually reading my tweets. And it's like not just me tweeting up about myself like other people are actually reading this so i probably shouldn't be doing this well that's the thing though is <laughs> it's, it's like not like, that I'm i think and i need well because I, I i it's not that i think that like you should be doing it but i think it's my experience of like dark thoughts is when i share them that that is actually a brighter place than just thinking the dark thoughts like when i'm not sharing the dark thoughts that's when the shit gets really scary like so even though it's not like yeah probably not ideal to be like tweeting suicidal thoughts like in a way at least you're making yourself visible and like people mm -hmm. can reach out to you you know like pe like letting people yeah. know that you're suffering is just it's a it's a skill and it's something really hard to do when you're suffering in a certain way Yeah, I, um, so the thing about me tweeting th that those certain things and like people knowing that I do self-harm, um, who follow me on Twitter, the good thing is that when I do tweet those things, um, some of my close mutuals will say things like, oh, you know, things are like, it's okay for you to suffer right now, mm. but I look forward to seeing you tweet something brilliant tomorrow. And so that kind of, cause that, that's what happens. I wake up and everything's fine the next day. And so it's just nice to see like, oh, like you noticed that like 
that's a pattern for me because I get super dark about myself. Like I get super mad at myself for repeating patterns. Like I hate patterns and I hate when people are like, well, I don't hate when people say that, but I hate like being in circles and I hate like allowing myself and enabling myself to go through trauma cycles, which is like another reason why I get mad when my parents like yell at me or do this other stuff. Cause like you're asserting trauma onto me. And like, I can't physically take that with my mental capacity but it's nice to see that people outside of my, like outside of me and me knowing that I go through these circles that when I tweet something, I remember one time I had tweeted and it was like, that was like the darkest day of my life. It was like, I think it was March 15th or like March 16th. Um, and I tweeted something like super late at night and Cassandra had texted me. It was like, I saw your tweet. Like, are you okay? And I was like, no, no, like not real. Like, wow like you saw my tweet and you texted me and like you actually like decided to show up and care but it's it just provides like this different I guess I get like this different perception from when people show me care because I'm not used to it if that makes sense yeah it does well I mean this is this has been uh you know you made you made my day better talking to you right now. You know this is great, um, and like yeah, I'm just I'm I'm great. I'm grateful for the the work that you do, and even the stuff because you know as an oversharer myself, sometimes it doesn't feel like I'm doing work. People are like, "Thank you for you're so brave," and it's like I'm not brave. I'm like compulsive. Like I gotta be like telling everybody how I feel or whatever. But it's like, it, but it is. But it's both. You know, so like, I think you're like, that's like some of the realest shit you're doing is like letting people see you. And that's like, you may not like being perceived the wrong way, but you're like being visible and that comes with some people perceiving you the wrong way. But like, it's also really powerful and really scary when someone's like also, and I'm 13 years old, you know? (laughs) that is the end of caitlin's animal spirit reading and i just want to plug the patreon again patreon.com slash dave mar if you join i will make it worth your while and i'm very grateful for the support anyone can provide in any form so thanks for being here tell your friends and come back next week when i have an all-new episode with an all-new guest